Hello, it is I, Victoria, your DM. You're very flustered, DM. I am currently in a hotel room. I don't have my equipment, my proper microphone, or my laptop extension cord, uh, because I left them at home, which is not good. Um, I'm on my way to Gen Con, and um, yeah, so I recording using my laptop microphone right now so that's why this doesn't sound great also because I don't have my power bar and my power is low I was planning on editing this tonight while I was in the hotel but that is not going to happen so thankfully we have Ryan Bolter our wonderful dialogue editor who has edited this down I guess this just isn't going to be scored or anything like that, and there won't be any music, and I'm sorry about that. Um, I just didn't bring a bag with me. I left it. It's near my front door, which doesn't do me very well four hours away from where I'm currently at. So, here is us without any bells and whistles. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Before we get into anything today, I wanted to check in with everyone because we are getting close to the end. And I'm incredibly excited about that, but I'm also really kind of starting, I'm starting to realize the end is coming mm -hmm. and the emotions are starting to stir. It's bittersweet. Oh, yes. I don't know if I'm ready. And this is the longest campaign I have ever been a part of. Me too. Are we hitting four years? Is it officially four years? Yeah. Oh, my word. It'll be four years. In well, the it's, fall? We, in the fall when our first episode went out mm -hmm. in the fall. But we started recording Months before that. ahead of time. Yep. Yeah, because we wanted to be prepared, you know? And I had no idea what I was doing editing-wise. I needed time. Mm -hmm. Like each episode, like took me like twenty something hours to make. I remember that in the beginning, it was a painstaking process yeah. for you. But like you were so passionate yeah. about it, like it was, it was everything. Mm -hmm. Like the broadswords has been incredible for us. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So check in. Hi, how's everyone doing? Oh hey, you know, game wise, where are you? Where are you at? I would say that last fight left me a little bit anxious because if it were not for Yaleri's banishment, I genuinely think that potentially either Yaleri's or Keela could have gone down in that fight. Now, I'm not saying that it means death, but as far as I know, have any, have we, we've gone down in combat before, right? I think I've like gone unconscious a couple times, but we've had some unconscious. Never yeah, seemed, like close yeah. with death saves. Yeah. And yeah. I think if, if Yaleri's and Keela both went down, then we would be really screwed because I don't think we have any healing potions or anything around that Maypree could use. We've so. never even considered that as an option. Healing no. potions? No, what are those? I've never heard of them. I mean, them. I have cure wounds, yeah. right? So I always kind of figure I'll just use cure wounds and... We don't really go shopping a lot and we mm. don't have any no. money. So that's never been a big <laughs> part of our game. Not that that stopped Yeah, last us. time we needed, like, weapons, we figured out this, like, transaction. Mm -hmm. So maybe we need to, like, transaction our way into some healing potions or something. But either it's way... It's hard on the um, road in the middle of Rashomon in a war zone. <laughs> it's a war zone, yeah. That, who has healing potions? They're all in the war. Yeah. 
valid. But the point is, the last fight did make me anxious because I really was at the point near where the banishment occurred. I wasn't sure if we were going to make it through. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it's fun having to actually flex some of these muscles and being like, okay, how strong are they really? And pull out some big guns and, and see what happens, I think. I mean, That's you do fun. recognize that you are the bulk of the damage, Yularis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope that you recognize that because it, it ain't cute. Yularis <laughs> <laughs> enjoys that. <laughs> so talking about getting close to death then, because you haven't yet had a long rest. Nope. You're in extremely dangerous territory. Yep. What... How do you feel about death? Not not in real life. <laughs> you don't need to get philosophical. But how do you feel about player character death? Uh, I will cry a lot and for a long time. Mm-hmm. I will too. I've, I mean, I've had characters die. And I cry a lot and for a long time when that happens. Like... It's sad. It's hard. Four years is a long time to spend with a character that has kind of been a part of you. You know? The two of us go on the same journey together. And to lose part of that, that's heavy. So that's how I feel. I might be sobbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of strictly looking at it from the perspective of who Keela is as a character, I think that it's something I could see her accepting I think that because I I think that she's grown a lot and I think that if she sees it as a way to potentially save her friends and and maybe kind of reunite with Rula in whatever sort of spiritual way there is or there isn't, I think that she would be okay with it. Um, It'd be a little more challenging for me because I've had uh, characters in one shots die, but I've never had a campaign character die. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know how I would feel. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> Maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a grieving process. I know we've discussed this before mm. about the grieving process. Um, when in it's a grieving process when the campaign in, in and of itself yeah. ends because that's mm-hmm. that's a story you've been telling for an extended period of time. But then your character dies, and there's a grieving process. You cry and you grieve it there there is a process um because this is a person you have created and played and yeah it it can be a lot and i know as a dm i will cry (laughs) because i've been on this story with the three of you since the beginning Mm -hmm. helping shape it um and seeing where you go with it and that's that's a lot for me as well yeah but how are we in obviously there'll be grief but are you okay with death happening as a thing as a possibility for Keela yeah. yes for me pre and Hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I think I'm willing to accept those stakes and the journey and like I think one of the conversations that we had 
before about I don't want to get into details because I don't know if this is still your plan, Victoria. So no spoilers. But one of the conversations that had been had was like, would Yaleri's potentially willingly participate in something that would cause her death? And my answer to that had been no, because I don't think she would. She's not like she's got plans and she's got ambitions and she probably wouldn't like be super keen on like participating in something but like at the same time she's also not walking away from the fight if and shit happens in the fight then that's what happens so I think that I am fine with I don't think she would like make the plan to be like yes this is how I go and I'm gonna be part of redacted but uh um I'm not gonna uh yeah if if that's what it takes that's what it takes and I just hope that she can go out with you know guns blazing and do something cool if that's how it happens me um so I'm sitting here thinking about me pre-dying and it's already making me tear up oh no Uh, (laughs) so like had you asked me this question when we first started this show I would have been like, yeah, kill her off. It's fine. Like, I've had fun with this character. But the journey that Maypri has gone through fighting for her friends, if there was one thing that I could ever fight for her, I think it would be to live. Um, I really want that for her. But mm-hmm. I'm also 50-50 because the drama. Yeah. I love the drama. I know. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, I feel like that would just be iconic. Like, if me pre does like I I know I I just because I can't handle it doesn't mean I don't want it to happen you know it's mm-hmm. just it will destroy me um <laughs> oh no and that's fine like what and I hope fine. is that okay I hope that we don't we don't do a TPK so then potentially whoever mm. dies like the other oh. two can go on a big resurrection quest uh so that could be possible but I will say, like, Yulari still has to go and, like, snatch that estate from under her grandfather's nose and take control of the Mm -hmm. family and, like, grind their noses into the dirt and become not only a magical force to be reckoned with, but, like, a social and economic force to be reckoned with and play little, like, puppets with all the (laughs) society of Waterdeep and set up a big, like, trade route between Rashomon and uh, the... uh, the coast and just like there's a lot of things that she needs to do but <laughs> also Yaleri's junior somebody yeah. has to take oh, care of our baby somebody goat somebody has to take care of the goat who is Yaleri's junior's godparent well i mean who's still alive like uh Cowan maybe i think Cowan might have to be Yaleri's junior's going godparent around all the time though and doing Things like, I don't know if they're really fell in love with you know, Junior like of all the adventures we met, but I don't know if they're responsible enough for parenthood. Um, I know Buckminster is not no. responsible enough for parenthood. No. No. Leon is, so if we give the goat to Buckminster, mm. we know that Leon will take great but care. Buckminster drags Leon into very bad situations. Yeah, but like she'll live lavishly, and isn't that what every goat parent wants for their goat kid? I'm going to have to think on this a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for checking in and speaking openly and honestly. Care. Maybe care. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. <laughs> he's got that. Just- he's got that real paternal vibe. So 
<laughs> depends. Depends on That's if he's true. done being, you know, in different planes, getting limbs all screwed up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. That's an option. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Sorry, Victoria. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to call it Pat and see mm-hmm. see uh see what's going on. All right. You have just banished that creature. You can smell that necrotic stench. It lingers in the air. Is everyone okay? (coughs) Kila, I can't see you. Kila, does anyone need healing? And Kila's kind of like bent over right now um, with her hands on her knees, kind of collecting her breath after that. But she kind of closes her eyes, pauses for a second and then said, okay, who needs healing? Um, I'm pretty sure if I recall, Larry's had been like knocked down prior to that last blow. And so she was like on the ground casting blight up at it and not blight banishment. So I think she just like has collapsed back onto the ground. You just see like an arm raise up from from flat on the ground from the grasses and bushes. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, she's over there. I see the hand. Is that a yes from you, Larry's? I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards that I hand. Think so. It's an sounds... emphatic yes. Yeah. Sounds aren't good. Okay, I'm going to cast ooh, um cure wounds at the third level on you, Larry's. What does that look like? I see this this hand sticking up from the gra- grass, so I clasp that hand between my two hands. And just send the healing energy directly through that hand and throughout Yulari's body and in kind of a faint white glow. Oh, goodness gracious. Ten healing points. I rolled 3d8. I got a two, a one, and a three. Wow. And that's my last level three spell. Oh, God. Um, You're welcome? (laughs) Thank thank you. Perhaps we could take a... A brief repose. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it safe? Probably oh. not, but I, I can do like a, a walk around. I'm pretty okay. You know, I mean it was scary, but I didn't really want to look at me and I really wanted to fight it and I kept trying to go for your Larry's. But it, yeah, I'll, I can check the perimeter. It really had it out for me. Mm-hmm. Had, yeah. had we met before? Did it Have you met a dragon before? Well, a couple. We've all met a couple dragons, but not like that dragon. Quite certain we haven't met that dragon before. I don't know why it was so prejudiced against me. Are there any dragons that we have um, upset that perhaps ended up in the shadow plane and this dragon became of that? I mean, there was that one dragon we went to tea for. She was lovely. Oh, she was lovely. Yeah, but that's why we quickly held a grudge against me, particularly. Yeah, we discussed library organization, and she was very on board with my ideas. I resent I, the implication. Sounded boring, but okay. You sound boring. What? Okay, you're Gonna feeling better. I think marginally. <laughs> <sighs> um. Yeah. If those two want to rest, though, I will walk around for a little bit. I don't need any spells. Okay. Like spells. I don't even know what you get from a short rest. I don't need that though. You can roll hit dice. Not much. And hit dice. I can technically. Okay. I can do arcane recovery. Um, 
which would be really nice. Yeah. But yeah, just sort of like scoot up against a tree and start making just sort of pathetic, wounded little noises. But at the same time, although our friend, the Roshemi chef, was not able to impose exhaustion on the very nasty prejudiced dragon, I, I think Hilaris is also contemplating that... Perhaps she should be bringing more spirit companions with her on a more regular basis. And so as I do the short rest, I am going to whisper a brief thank you to the Roshemi chef and say that I, I hope we meet again. Um, I think this journey requires someone a little more equipped with weaponry and he hoists his his you know, baking sheet. I'm like, that's very impressive, but something a little pointier. Uh, we'll talk again soon. And I am going to let him go and start working on binding three new spirits. Does he leave us any snacks? Um, I think a few spectral macarons are left floating. Excellent. Excellent. What does that process look like of dispelling a spirit and then bringing in new ones? I mean, I think... It really looks like Hilarious having a really like one-sided conversation with a silent spirit who's like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> but silently, yeah. But silently, like you can sort of hear it trickling in from the ethereal plane. But like, there's a little bit of negotiation, and I think I think he liked us. I'm choosing to believe he liked us. He hung out. He fed us. We liked his food. So. Sort of like hunches his shoulders and nods and just sort of starts walking away and sort of like dissipates. But I think to bind uh, the new ones, uh, she's going to like meditate for a bit and maybe just sort of like even just place a few objects in front of her to sort of as focal points for the three different spirits that she is trying to attract and like spend a little bit of time like meditating and imbuing each object with the feeling that uh, she wants to draw the spirit to. So she is trying to draw a spirit of empathy, a spirit of envy and a spirit of passion. So what do I have in my bag that I could... I'll use the like the cloak of, uh, of many fashions and like set it to something like cool and fashionable and kind of sexy Which to draw is... the like dark red furs like Ooh. yeah like big poofy I'm picturing like 1930s film star okay. style yeah. Yeah, yeah something that you'd have a passionate affair in perhaps I don't know Ooh, mm. yes. Um, so we'll draw the the spirit of passion with that, the spirit of uh, envy. Maybe I'll use my dagger. And I do have a component pouch with lots of other things. But um, for empathy, um, a tiny mirror out of the component pouch. You know she has a, plenty of mirrors. Completely. Mm -hmm. It's yours. Oh, hey, you all do your thing. We have Maypri doing a circle. We have Yaleri's meditating. What is Keela doing? So I have a bard skill that I've literally never once used because we have literally never short rested. <laughs> <laughs> it is called Song of Rest. So essentially during a short rest, uh, any friendly creatures or you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance 
uh, who spend one or more hit dice to regain hit points at the end of the short rest, you get an extra 1d8 hit points. Cool. You are welcome, Yularis. Actually, you know what? I'm going to quickly check if I get any more of an that. An extra 1d8? Now that I'm at higher level. That's yeah. amazing. If you use a hit dice. I am you get an extra a lot of fucking hit dice, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so for flavor, for well... Keela's doing the song. We all know that Keela's not a good singer, and I feel like jug music <laughs> isn't very restful. So I think that she's going to just hum something, and it's just kind of a very soft, slow song. Maybe something that Rula used to sing for her. Uh, she tries to bring it back and emulate it, and it's just kind of a quiet, almost a lullaby sort of song. Okay. I'm going to use all my hit dice, I tell you. This is... Yeah, I'm I'm on that path too. Do I find anything while I'm walking about? You do not. However, as you're walking about, paying attention because I, I assume your your senses are heightened. Oh, yeah. You're you're on watch. Mm. You can hear a faint drum. Boom. Boom. A deep great war drum does it remind me of the one you know from the first war that me pre-experienced oh yeah for sure this is big deep and it's coming from behind you i'm gonna rush back to my friends i used every single hit dice but it was worth it um so, Yularis, you look very meditative right now, and, um, Keila, be- beautiful, beautiful humming, but, um, when I walk behind us, just, just, like, a little bit, I, I hear some drumming, and it reminds me of war drums, like, the ones that we don't want to be around, um, maybe we should keep moving, like, now? Okay, Yularis, are you, are you gonna be Okay. Boom. Uh, I guess I'd better be. Boom. We do manage to finish our short rest, though, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, you okay, do. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> I would like to say you're welcome. Um, <laughs> now, I know that I made a note last session that we should be heading north. Are these drums coming? Which direction are they coming They're from? They're coming from south. Okay, let's move north. Good, mm-hmm. good. We got to go in the direction we planned. Yep. We go on track. This this is good. It's just uh, a little um, motivation, right? Yeah. And like Mapri's gonna like crack a yawn. Whoa! Wow. I guess I'm a little tired. Mapri, do you need a, any healing or maybe a little um, restoration? Not at the moment, but maybe later. Yeah. If I, maybe I could get a short rest later on. Uh, who knows though. I can make you invisible. Would that make you feel better? Uh, oh, no, not at all. But thank you. All right. Four of us head out. <sighs> yeah. Goat and toe. Goat and toe. Go and toe. Yeah. <laughs> baby Bjorn, goat. And then I think as Yolari stands up and uh, um, starts moving, it's sort of like the vague blurring of her form with like the three spirits that are now like following her. So... It's like a sort of strange mixture of like if you look at her hard and sort of hard like out of the corner of your eye, you can almost see like, I don't know, probably like the form of another Huthran and like mm-hmm. a berserker sort of blurring in and out of, of view. 
Um, but I'm, I'm fully loaded up with spirits now, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> We're going to do this right. Mm-hmm. As you move, and now that you're aware of it, you can hear that deep, resounding drum in the distance. You are definitely sure that this is an army that is on its way to the Rimyani stronghold. Mm -hmm. uh, could I have survival checks from everyone, please? Yeah, that's something I'm super good at. Uh, it, was, it was so close to a natural 20 and then it rolled over to an 8. Uh, <laughs> 21! Okay, Maypri and Keela, you can tell that this army is far enough away. You can keep ahead of it. It's probably only about seven hours behind you, you guesstimate. And the drums are very faint. Okay. But you can hear them once you're aware of them. And they're steady. It's it's a marching rhythm. Boom. 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 And it keeps steady. And it's multitudes of drums at once. Uh, Yularis, not to alarm you, but, you know, if we keep a steady pace, I think this is going to be good for us. Uh, but it does sound like there's a lot of marching soldiers out there. Do you do you recognize the signature drum beats? Are they friendly or shadow plane denizen horror shows? Oh, like the Betrayer? Yeah. yeah. Is it familiar in that sense? Um, yeah, you know what? This is familiar from when you did fight in the Shadow Plane. It's very similar drumming. Oh, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's um it's it's pretty from it's yeah yeah great great hop two hop two <sighs> really didn't need any more cardio today but it's fine it's fine Love we just it. have to keep an even pace we can we can you know take over carrying your larry's jr for a bit if it helps you um Sure, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to that. The Bjorn is adjustable. So, who would like to take the baby? Can I take her? I feel like I feel like you know. Sometimes she's so tight with you two. I don't get a lot of time to pat her little head. Of course, of course. And I will go about the process of taking the baby Bjorn off and and very fussily tightening it and adjusting it to make sure that it's fitting snugly against Keela so that it's comfortable for both of them and no awkward limbs here and there. And well, it looks good on you. You don't really wear that Bjorn very often. No, I don't. And I think I kind of, I, I pat Hilary's Jr. a little on top of the head and maybe she gives just a little tiny, <laughs> <laughs> much better. <laughs> and I think that having this little moment, holding on to this little goat, this, this little very innocent life amidst this dark and dreary battlefield, I just turn to my friends and I... I say to them, we almost didn't make it through that last fight. 
Ilarius, if it wasn't for you, how are we supposed to take down the betrayer when we're we're fighting these forces on the field and they're almost taking how are we supposed to be these leaders that they're prophesizing if we can't even take down these these minions on the field? I spent some time thinking about that when I was just, you know, walking around the field of corpses and stuff. Um, and I don't think I know. I really don't. And I'm really afraid for what's to come if we don't have the power, if we don't have the strength, if we don't have the ability to be what we're supposed to be. How can we make it out of this? How can we live up to those expectations? And Keila looks down at Ylaris Jr. again and says, there's so many people that are relying on us that need our help. People who are innocent and good. We can't let them down, but I, I don't know how not to. I think at the end of the day, it's not about them. I mean, it's great. It's great if we save them all. And mm -hmm. that's fantastic. But it's not about them right now because we can't save. Like, that's not our job to save all of them. You're. Isn't it? You've always been a little bit more naturally inclined to the heroism, perhaps, than I have. And I've always been a little bit better at looking out for number one. And honestly, right now, I think that's the better tack to take. They're not our problem, and we can't do anything about them right now. What we can do is go punch someone in the face that has absolutely, totally deserved it and completely upended our lives for no good reason, and they're about to get what's coming to them. And this is about us, the three of us, and what we can do right now. And that dragon... Sucked a lot, mm. but I think it was afraid. I do. I think it was afraid and it yeah. didn't want to show it. And like, why would it take the time to talk and brag? And it, no, hmm. it knew, it knew we were coming for the betrayer and the betrayer is throwing these things at us because it's afraid. And you know what it should be? It should be. Look at us. It should. I mean, I, I guess we're pretty cool. Absolutely. I've won a lot of arm wrestles. Exactly. And Keila, think of all the dashing ship captains you have wooed. A lot. Um, I mean, I've tried. <laughs> and I know, I know there is another dashing ship captain waiting for you after all of this is done. But... And also, what good is all of these really terrifying spells that I have now, if not to absolutely stick it to the betrayer up there behind? So, you know what? I don't know if we'll make it out of this, and I don't know if we'll win. But at the end of the day, it's not about everybody else and our responsibilities. It's about us taking our best shot for the three of us. And I really hope that after this is all said and done, I can invite you all over to the Roaring Horn estate and make my grandfather serve us all dinner. But even if we can't, there's no one else I'd rather go die in an epic battle with. <sighs> Just aggressively tighten the last of the baby Bjorn straps. 
Kayla's, you're finding it a little. Hilarious. I, I can't really. Right, breathe. right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Give me a second. Okay. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> when this is all over, can we travel together and not be running for once in our lives <sighs> or once in our lives together, I should say? Wouldn't it be nice for us to travel together and just. In a fancy not- chariot with baths every what? No. night. How about like every other night? Every night. Ugh. <laughs> but that all seems really nice. I've always been running. I've always only thought of other people. But if this is going to be the end of it, to be able to think only of myself and my best friends and to really do it for me, that's meaningful. I'm not running. I'm I'm fighting. I'm going towards something to end it all so we can live freely. And that's all I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. I think I've spent so much time doing things for Rula. I kind of forgot how to do things for myself. But all I know is that whatever happens, I'm going to fight as hard as I can. Yeah. And I'm going to do it for the two of you. And I'm going to do it for me, too. Mm-hmm. That's the spirit. I clap Keela on the shoulder. And what I'm trying to make a very forceful, but it's probably just a little pet. And that's all that we can do, right? We can fight as hard as we can. We can watch each other's backs. Always We're going to make it out of this. Always will. Stick it to these assholes. Mm-hmm. We're going to punch him in the face. Kick him in the butts. Shred them from within. Mm-hmm. Step on their toes. I'm going to kick them in the shins. It's really uncomfortable. That's terrible, yes. Um, do you want us... Sorry, do you want us to roll these in roll 20 or just the regular dice? Uh, either or. Okay. I just... I am going to be rolling all of my dice openly in roll 20 okay. because if someone dies, I just... Yeah, that's fair. roll 20's fault. Yeah. And I think we'll end there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry to Ryan for my audio because Zoom was taking over my microphone. I spent the whole time adjusting it. <gasps> oh, no. but it was bad. And then I ended up Googling it just now, like at the 30 minute mark. And it was like, oh, check for other programs that might be using your microphone. Oh, if only I thought of that first. But um, so thanks, Ryan. I love you. Thank you. Bye, Ryan. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.